Uh, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the fifth episode of Brown Syndrome. My name is Arth. My name is Yuvansh. Hi, guys. It's Mahak. So for today's episode, we thought of doing something different. So I thought it would be nice to not just have the three of us, but a lot of people, our family and friends, on today's podcast, and hear them talk about certain topics. So we've chosen a wide range of topics uh, from LGBT and the community and uh, to God, atheism and war on China. We all different topics. So we are going to have and different age groups as well. So we have like ranging from my younger brother who's like seven to. 13 to 20s and I'm also going to have my dad speaking on the podcast so there's a lot of stuff and we hope you enjoy it okay okay so guys this is my dad hi Bachas. hi everyone so I so Papa what do you think about weed weed it's something everybody should try once in a lifetime no harm in trying hmm. I have tried it myself लेकिन किसी भी चीज का आदत नहीं लगनी चाहिए ऐसे कुछ करो नो योर लिमिट्स गो वेन टू स्टॉप एंजॉय योर लाइफ सो यू ओके विद मी ओके फॉर यू टू ट्राई इनफैक्ट आई कैन हैव इट विद यू वी कैन हैव इट टुगेदर इज ही द कूलेस्ट डैड इन द वर्ल्ड man why would i want you to do anything outside when you i would love to do it when you can do it with me i'll be more than happy okay so janiyanti what do you think about children doing weed or weed in general i am totally not for it because uh, it it forms a kind of an addiction it gives a high which is only because of the drug the high should be because of some good job you are doing which should give you a high it should not be because of a chemical which you are flushing into your body so and then once you get into it you need more and more of it and you can't do without it so uh, i don't favor the use of weed but this new generation is all for it because it it gives them a feeling of ecstasy and you know and then they just want more and more of it so i would not recommend it hi would you like to introduce yourself hi i'm sama i'm 21 yes great okay uh, so sama what are your thoughts or are you for or against the death penalty ah i see uh hmm very hard to give an answer on this that's i'd say less than like 2 minutes but objectively i do not favor capital punishment no i'm if i could sum it up i have a whole world of information that i've got of like tried to take in whatever you um okay so in my opinion firstly i don't think capital punishment is just um it doesn't okay let's start firstly on the side of the perpetrator of whatever crime has been done and whatever crime the perpetrator has been set to commit generally things like punishments jail incarceration these are all things that are put in place as deterrents to deter people from committing a crime because you know that okay if i rob a bank there's xyz consequence that i'll be put in jail when you give somebody a capital punishment 
it in today's date it's not acting as the right deterrent anymore at this point if we know somebody that's okay we don't know somebody if somebody is committing a crime that's heinous enough for them to be given the capital punishment i think there's something wrong to begin with there's something that we're not understanding about that person let's maybe mm-hmm. take an example that somebody murders some other human somebody that yeah. they don't even know mm-hmm. right if somebody is homicidal it's not because they woke up one day saying aaj mere ko bore ho raha hai chal let's go murder somebody something yeah. very deep rooted is wrong to begin with for yeah. somebody to feel that i have the power to control to decide that person b does not get to live so firstly i think we need to start fixing that secondly mm-hmm. jails and prison systems are meant to be places for people to get better to reform we all know how failed our systems are as of right now no jail no person comes out of a jail yes i am being very reductive i am generalizing a lot but when i say a very large population of the people leaving a jail after having completed their sentence they don't they haven't learned anything my name is ashan vijay and i'll be turning 17 next month okay great perfect uh, okay so ashan what are your thoughts and are you for or against the death penalty um am i for or against the death penalty um for the death penalty elaborate okay um yeah so i mean i think it's mostly because of like the society that i've grown around um i've seen and i've heard about stories about like terrorists from bombay getting the death penalty and it seems to have a lot of positive reaction in terms of uh, positive appreciation of the justice system among the people of india for example when kasab was hanged in in bombay i saw a lot of positive reaction and a positive appreciation of the justice system even though it was late to give justice which the people and the justice system felt was the death penalty to this terrorist and i think it's important because it establishes precedent which is again how the justice system works it it establishes precedent about how things supersede your own existence and like certain crimes need to be dealt with in a punishable offense which is as as great as death yeah, uh, understood but um don't you think that uh first of all I, 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 this is just me talking it's not like a fact i do not believe that you know anyone should have the power to decide life and death but even to move you know looking at it from a less utopian way um don't you think that people that commit you know terrorists for example or rapists or people that have attempted murder or are serial killers for example uh, who have been given the death penalty don't you think that obviously they weren't born terrorists right they were not born with that they will grow up to become rapists or terrorists or murderers so don't you yeah. think it's it's um a duty of not us but the judicial system or the prison system for example um to not give them a death penalty to but, but um give them the appropriate imprisonment time that they give them and uh, to hopefully reform them as people and when they do come out they're better people um so first of all i personally i don't see what's wrong with death i mean it's it's a very radical thought and i'm not like necessarily keeping this 
um, and close to the death penalty. In general, I don't see the negativity that is associated with death. I see the negativity associated with having someone die and feeling left alone because of that. But I don't see the negativity associated with death. So that's my first claim. Um, secondly, about what you mentioned, I think the death penalty is like should take uh, should take uh, precedence over rehabilitation in certain cases because it sets apart uh, in terms of morality. So obviously, one could argue about how your morality is different from mine. You might think sure. genocide is bad because that is emotivism. You might think genocide is bad. And essentially, when you say genocide is bad, what you do mean is, I think genocide is bad. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I can argue that I think genocide is good. I mean, that's, that's what I can say. And the the, yeah, and the importance of justice system here come into play in absolutism, in terms of defining clearly what's right and wrong. And something like a terrorist attack, it's immoral to like have two sides of the argument where someone is saying that it's justified because I feel it's justified. Because in a because in a society like that, in it will form an unfair advantage in terms of the human society. In an animalistic way, I think it makes perfect sense to like do whatever you wish to. But in terms of the human society and civil civilization, it doesn't make sense to have that openness in an argument of morality and justice. Understood. So that's why I think I think the death penalty should take uh, should take precedence over rehabilitation in certain cases because a death penalty is considered to be so serious that it sets apart a clear demarcation between crimes that can be forgiven and that can be given uh, uh, sentences which deserve rehabilitation compared to those that like are inexcusable and thus they require the death penalty so obviously rehabilitation is required and i think uh, i think it depends on the situation i don't think you can compare the death penalty and rehabilitation in a very general sense because it obviously depends on who the accused is, what is the charge on the accused, and a lot of varied other things that are going on. And about the thing that you mentioned about how society affects the way an individual thinks, I think that's completely true. I mean, like people coming from a conservative household in Texas will are more likely to like believe conservatism is better than liberalism. But I mean, it's also up to like, it's, it's very difficult for an individual to like go against this societal influence that he or she or they are growing under. But I think the individual is also to be held responsible to a certain extent. And that's why this society influence should get nullified to a certain extent. Understood. Okay. Okay. So Anika, do you believe in God? Yeah. What do you think about the people who don't believe in God? That's okay. My dad is an atheist. He turned to his family when all of us turned to God. Uh, he doesn't participate in all our rituals we do at home. He just he's just there for them. Like he doesn't he's not against it, he just doesn't believe. Okay, and you support that? I'm okay with it. Okay. Okay, so this is my mama and this is his son Arif, my brother. So okay, so Siddhi Mama, what do you do you believe in God? No, I don't believe in God. Arif, do you believe in God? Yes. And Arif, what do you think about uh, your papa not believing in God? Is it okay? I don't think so. If there wasn't any God, why were all the chalisas and mantras and the temples made? Hmm. So why should do you think papa should start believing in God? Because he made us and 
all the planets and all even everyone once thought in the renaissance period everyone believed in god and they thought that they will put the god's greatest creation the earth in the center of the planets which is called uh, heliocentric and galileo galileo's work proved that the solar system is geocentric I'm just clarifying. We did not tell Arif any of this. We asked him one question, and without giving him any preparation, this is what he has said. Arif, I'm very proud of you. Arif, do you want to tell Papa that you should believe in God? Yes. Okay. So Anika is going to be talking to us about the LGBTQ community. Anika, do you support the community? Yeah. Do you have any friends who belong to the community? A few. Okay. Um, have you? Had any experience with, uh, or do you know any of your friends who have had some sort of who have faced bullying over this? Yes. You have. Okay. Can you please tell us a little bit about it? Um, he was cyberbullied on social media. Okay. So um, a group was made, and he very disgusting terms were said to him, and he stood up for himself and exposed them, but he also received some backlash. And people were telling him he shouldn't have made it so public, and he should have handled it himself. So that happened. And do you think that all these rallies and protests that happen should continue? Do you think they are correct in what they are doing? Um, if the people in the community are given rights, then they shouldn't continue. But if they aren't, then yeah, they should. Okay. To move forward, I think. I mean, it's obviously axiomatic that you know the LGBTQ community needs to be accepted more, and so on and so forth. But what do you think is, um, do you think uh, is the state? I would say of the LGBTQ community, or what would you think are ways where, I mean, not us, but people that are are not acceptance, not do not accept it exactly. in its entirety, should do to you know, uh, be more receptive. <laughs> Okay, so I'm really glad you asked me that because I have a very radical view on this, and it may make me seem inempathetic, but I mean it is what it is. I think firstly, um, there's a distinction between sexuality and gender that is yeah, established, exactly. and I'm assuming your uh, and I'm assuming your audience knows the difference as well. I think the, the system of sexualities is it's called for it it's required and it makes people feel included and it clearly causes uh, it clearly establishes differences between people of different sexualities i think and this is a claim that i made several times in the past as well i think the gender system is flawed and in the long run it'll cause more gender normative uh, uh, gender normative divides uh, in the long run in the short okay, run one second one second one second one second one second, one second. Yeah. uh are you saying that the genesis in that of having only two genders is flawed or the fact that they could be yeah our five six or so many and so forth genders is flawed like what concept is flawed all of it there is no need for the gender system in any way in terms of there are only two then in terms of the x or the n number of gender systems in like in any terms the gender system itself is flawed and if you want i can explain that to you so what i think is um let's say you're a trans man or a trans woman and what that means is that and it's like behavioral and psych uh, and it's like seen in physical changes in your brain as well that like you there is a dissonance between the sexual like reproductive organs that you have and the identity that you face 
my problem with that is as soon as you make a difference between what someone thinks of a male identity and a female identity in itself is restrictive to that gender for example if you're a trans man and uh, or you're a trans woman and you identify as a male as a, as like a male gender you are clearly establishing that there is something that you lack or there is something in addition to the female gender so there's a difference between you feeling feminine and the difference between you feeling masculine because if you had to if you had to decide that you're like you identify as a male gender there is some kind of rationalization that needs to have gone on in terms of you thinking that okay i don't have i don't have this or i don't agree with this that's why i'm masculine or i agree with this that's why i'm masculine and when you think like that you are clearly defining that when you think like this you're masculine and in the short run it's important because it makes people feel included the trans community in india it's important the trans community all over the world and the lgbtq plus uh, lgbtqia plus community across the world it's important in the short term because it makes people feel inclusive and it makes people uh, like makes the others more comfortable with people who are fluid with their gender and with people who break gender normative barriers but in the long run if let's say i have a penis but i identify as a female i am clearly not identifying as a male uh, not identifying as a male and there's a difference between them that i'm implicitly identifying and i'm using and i think that will cause a problem in the long run is because if everyone makes a difference between masculinity and femininity we're back where we started i mean we're, like right now there's a difference between masculinity and femininity and if we continue making the difference it will continue like so in the future as well yeah. great i mean yes, i mean like you said yeah. it was radical and uh, hopefully people that are listening to this uh, do not just shun it completely and you know actually give um, a thought to what you said because while no, it's it's not true. about uh, i'm I, i'm sorry i don't want to interrupt you but i'm saying there's no need for it apart from fueling your own like it, the only reason the gender system exists is to make people feel inclusive to make the people feel comfortable because i mean why is your gender system necessary i mean okay i wear a gown to school but cool i mean what matters is sex sex clearly matters you have a penis um you produce sperm you are important for like creating progeny you have a vagina you develop eggs you have a fallopian tube and that's important but i mean if you were a gown i mean obviously the gender system is more than just like cross dressing and things like that but i don't like i don't see the point how i don't see why my gender should identify with my identity ishan vijay is not something the way is is not something determined by if i feel like a masculine or a feminine or not if i had a vagina or if i had a penis there might be a difference in like opportunities that i get in terms of like the in uh, like whatever in terms of opportunity or like the wage gap or things like that that exist but it won't change who i am Understood. and uh, i mean you your four years out of uh, your your existence as a part of the education system that you know all of us have gone through the indian education system yeah. what would you think are your opinions on it pros cons whatever you think about it as a whole i owe a lot of my love for academia to the indian education system i cannot deny that the reason why i look forward to the next like 6 8 years of my life 
in like excitement that ha padhne ko milega agle 8 saal ke liye is because school mein kitna padhate the but bahut meaningless thi wo padhai everything was only done with the sole intention ki boards mein 95 se upar aana chahiye and that kind of made me not want to study and it kind of made me want to study even more because i'm like this is not what education is like so now i want to experience good education and i've been seeking that good edu- good education for a while now but the pros are that it teaches you so much time management how to handle pressure um it taught me a lot about like how i know the reason i know how to study or how studying works for me is because of all the excessive padhai that used to happen in school it taught me a lot about competition it taught me how to respect competition it taught me how to not worry about it at the same time honestly yeah. uh, but then absolutely but i think you or me or you want for example i feel it may be just the way that we were brought up where you know we are very we can take the the so called pressure that uh you know everybody calls it but what would you say to people that um may not be as uh, mentally evolved in a way or where they can't take it i don't think i am that kind that i just can take whatsoever pressure that also is a consequence of this generation i think everybody assumes that we're all very resilient and we're all very um i don't want to say bulletproof but basically you throw whatever you can at them and they'll take it or they have the capacity to take it and i don't um school was really hard but i went through it just fine and then 3 years into college i realized how not okay the pressure was for me and i'm still like i'm still learning i'm still dealing with it at at no point i think i'll be perfectly like oh yeah what pressure pressure is nothing <laughs> i mean so i know considering that you've been a part of the indian education system for practically your entire life and uh, considering you're 17 years old and you have been part of two different systems what are your opinions on it and what's the pros and cons and what do you feel like oh, what do you feel overall about it the education system yeah so i think the way the indian educational system works is fantastic in terms of the content it teaches and i think it's great for someone to do it during like the pre pre high school years or like the the years leading up to the 11th and 12th grade because um it teaches you like a wide array of subjects at least the icse and which is what i did it teach it taught me a wide array of subjects and it taught me things that are closer to home in history it taught me a lot about the indian independence and i think that is important to me and i think it's important to know about your own country so i think that's a big pro another a major con that i see is the way it's tested Uh, math and physics are all right but in a lot of subjects the way it's tested is very content driven and i don't i don't necessarily agree uh, agree with that system completely so and especially the english system is very content driven and there's little to no analysis required um so yeah. to sum it up i think the content taught is amazing but the way it's uh, like examined or the way you're tested in the system is yeah it it's a problem so i'm going to be asking my dad about this our generation so papa what do you think about what is your overall opinion about our today's generation couple of things hmm. you guys are very exposed you guys are very lucky unlike us 
very privileged hmm. and maximum youth does not value money today i'm not saying all hmm lekin maximum aaj nahi karte kyunki aaj un log ko sab cheez readily available hai aapke paas internet hai aapke paas aap the whole globe is in your hand hum log ka time aisa nahi tha hmm hum log ko nahi pata tha ki dusre shehar mein kya ho raha hai now sitting at one place you know exactly what's happening badi in jumritalai or what's happening in badi bombuda hmm but yes they are very focused i i i would say it's 50 50 hmm jo focused hai wo bahut zyada focused hai aur main exaggerate nahi kar raha because aap mere beti ho jaise aap aapko pata hai ki aap kya kar rahe ho and i like that hmm isliye i let you do what you want to do hmm lekin agar aap kabhi kuch yahan wahan jaate ho हम आपको बोलते हैं कि आप मेरे हिसाब से ये आप शायद आप ठीक नहीं कर रहे हो अगर आप ऐसे करोगे तो बेटर होगा हमारे टाइम पे ये नहीं होता था हमारे टाइम पे अगर बोल दिया बोल दिया फिनिश नो क्वेश्चनिंग अगेन डेयर क्वेश्चन अगेन सो यू जस्ट थिंक दैट वी हैव अ लॉट ऑफ फ्रीडम यू हैव अ लॉट ऑफ फ्रीडम यू हैव अ लॉट ऑफ फ्रीडम ऑफ स्पीच फ्रीडम ऑफ विल exposure hmm lucky hmm you just think that we need to use it in the right way na that's what you aapko channelize karna hoga right way mein kyunki aap log ko kahin na kahin lagta hai ki you guys are really very good hmm are papa you don't know this are mama you don't know this you know hmm what are you talking what are you doing you don't know this jab hum aap log ki age mein the hum log ko ye lagta tha lekin hamari earth bahut choti thi aap log ki earth बहुत बढ़िया एंड ऑफ कोर्स इट इज ऑल द एक्सपोजर व्हिच इज देयर फॉर यू गाइस एंड अस दैट्स अ डिफरेंस एंड यस आई एम ग्लैड दैट यू गाइस आर बोर्न इन दिस जनरेशन यू गाइस आर अवेयर एट लीस्ट यू नो व्हाट इज हैपनिंग ग्लोबली यू नो व्हाट इज नीड्स टू बी डन फॉर लाइफ फॉर फ्यूचर फॉर द यूनिवर्स ओके सो जानवी आंटी इज गोइंग टू बी टॉकिंग अबाउट हर ओपिनियन ऑफ दिस जनरेशन ओवरऑल सो व्हाट डू यू थिंक I think this generation is really cool. They have a mind of their own. They are uh, very uh, sure about themselves, and uh, I like that about this generation. And Some negatives about our generation. They are not ready to listen to anybody. <laughs> Even if you uh, give good suggestions, they feel they know everything, and that is most annoying. So Arif is going to be talking about the war on China. So Arif, what do you think? What's going on? War on China. China killed twenty Indian soldiers, hmm. and Indian soldiers they killed forty Chinese soldiers with stones and sticks. They weren't allowed to carry guns and shoot. Hmm. So that is what happened. But do you think it's good, bad? Bad. It's too much. So now have so so are you are you have you now heard of you know everybody that they are boycotting Chinese goods people are saying not to buy Chinese goods yeah it's very bad kharab quality it's kharab quality everything everything is made in India also but because Chinese products are cheap everybody buys them so you think we should not buy Chinese products yeah. not at all 
So, Dr. Sama, I'm, I'm sure you're informed about the recent aggression of China against India. And it has led to debates of whether we should go to war with them or we should be, we should retaliate with aggression. So, what is your opinion on that specific event and what is your opinion generally on war and how it has impacted our world? Um, I think everything that we are today is a consequence of some war. Yeah. We've all fought some war and it's shaped the people that we are today and it's shaped the sentiments that we share today. The reason for me coming from an army background, I think, I don't want to say war is a very, it's not triggering, but the second someone mentions war, I always all have this defensive sentiment that comes up. I always have this that like, oh no, we've, we're not the ones in wrong. We, we haven't done anything wrong. We've, we've always... Self-preservation ke liye gai thi. Hmm. We're not yeah. ones to make the first attack. But then I grew yeah. up and I thought about it. Now, first of all, let me make it very clear. My opinion on whether India should go to war, on war in, not on war, but my opinion on whether India should go to war with China is irrelevant. Exactly. It is of no consequence. But yeah. If it were up to me, like if one fine day I wake up and in the body of Xi Jinping, I don't know if that's possible. But if I get to decide, if I get to call the shots, I will not be calling any shots. Because that's, I think war as a, exactly like we were discussing before. Every war is somehow fought to gain peace. And that entire concept is too paradoxical to be true. You cannot fight somebody for peace. Yeah, so guys, thank you for listening to our podcast and listening to this episode and listening to a different lot of different opinions and a lot of different topics. Uh, if you have any opinions, you would love to hear them down in the comments. And uh, please don't forget to drop a like if you genuinely like the video. Thank you. And we'll be back with Bye-bye. another episode next Saturday. Bye, guys.